Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. Thanks for hanging out with us today. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am the host of Your Life Rocks podcast. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. Your Life Rocks podcast is for working Christian moms just like you. Our whole purpose is to help you create a life of greater balance and peace and to grow in all areas of your life. Today's podcast is all about how to heal from your broken relationships. We have a very special guest with us today, Carla Youngblood, and she's going to be walking us through three steps that you can apply to yourself if you have found yourself broken from a relationship and how you can really heal and restore yourself. Now, whether that is a relationship with your marriage or a friendship or even any other family member or coworker that you might have had a broken relationship with, these tips that she shares are really going to help you heal and get back to being whole as God intended. So without further ado, let's get on to the episode. All right, you guys, I am super excited for you to meet the guest that we have on our episode sharing with us today, Carla Youngblood. Now, she is an author of three books, Inspiration for Life, Emotions of the Mind, and Releasing Relationship Baggage. All important topics I know you're all going to want to learn more about. She's also a life coach and a speaker. Now, as a coach, she works with women leaders in ministry and in business, and she also works with single moms. Carla specializes in designing programs specifically to help women understand the necessity of developing healthy relationships with themselves and others. Now, she also recently launched her Designing Your Life Membership Academy, where her clients receive life skill lessons to help them achieve healthy relationship goals for daily living. So without further ado, welcome to our show, Carla. How are you? I'm doing well, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me on today. Oh, we are so happy to have you. Now, we got to talk a little bit um, about who you are professionally, what more can you share with our listeners about who you are? Well, well one thing I'd like to share as always is that I'm a mom. I have a 39-year-old, soon-to-be 40-year-old son. I, I have two grandsons. One is 14 and one is five. They are the loves of my life. I, um, and you know, when we talk about family, you know, it's always important to me that, you know, I'm successful in my business because I have a strong family that supports me. And so though the, the family aspect of my life is who I am, you know, I love being around my family. I don't get to spend enough time with them. And so that's so important to me. And so that's something that I do and something that is very uh, much a part of my life and why I am the woman that I am today, Jenny. Mm, 
That is beautiful. And, you know, when we talk about life balance here at Your Life Rocks, family is certainly a huge, huge part of that. And I know we're going to talk a little bit later on about relationships, but I love hearing you talk about the relationships in your life and just how important they are. Now, one of the things that you said, Carla, was that uh, you don't get to spend that much time with your families, at least as much as you would like. And one of the things we're all about here is life balance. So how do you define life balance for you? Well, life balance for me is really knowing what's important for you. When you know what's important, you know, I always say we make time for the things that are important. And in my particular case, I don't get to spend enough time because I live in a different city than my son and my grandkids. So the time that we spend together becomes more precious as they get older. And and unfortunately, you know, my time, it has to be more quality time, you know, as opposed to quantity time because of how we live. And so for life balance, I think that's the key, really being able to look at your life and see what it is you really want and then being able to make it so that you you can quantify it and qualify that time that you get. And, and in particular for me, it helps me having a, a, a spiritual relationship um, as well as that natural relationship. And in the spiritual relationship, my son and I, we both have faith in God. So when we talk to each other, we build not only on, you know, what we feel our goals are in life and, and the things that we want, but also knowing that God is a part of it. So that helps our relationship and it quantifies our relationship. We, our relationship is very good because we have the ability to cross both those lines when it comes to our relationship. And I think that's what helps me to be balanced. And that's what I believe balance is. It's, you know, knowing that I can't always be there, but when I am there, I make sure that I give it everything that I can. Mm, That is so great. You know, and already starting with some great relationship wisdom, even just talking about life balance, which I'm super excited for because I know so many of our listeners and so many people part of the Your Life Rocks community, um, relationship is something that they're always wanting more of, more richness in their relationships. Um, You know, typically my, my listeners are working Christian moms, so they've got a lot on their plate and sometimes relationships can not always be that priority up front, even though they might want it to be. Now, today, we're going to have you talk a little bit about um, really your second book, Releasing Relationship Baggage, and really talking about um, some of those action items that we can do to make sure that we're having the best relationships possible. And I know one of the things you really talk about in that book is responsibility for the actions that you take. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yes. I believe that when we own, as I call it, Jenny, our stuff, it helps us to get more clear about what's really going on inside of us. So many times we like to blame other people for what's not working for us in our relationships. When I wrote this book, Jenny, I had come out of a divorce 
And, you know, it really, it was a healing process for me. And so instead of blaming the other person, I really turned the light on myself and started looking at why I behaved the way that I did in the relationship. What were some things that I could do to change myself, you know, to get a better picture of how I could be a better person in a relationship. And so, so much of the work is about taking responsibility for the things that you may not have known, you know, and or the things that you did know and that you want to be able to improve it on. So it's about self-reflection and then being able to own those things that belong to you. And if it doesn't belong to you, then releasing it and letting it go, not necessarily having to put the blame on somebody else, but just letting it go because it doesn't serve purpose for you. Mm, That is so great. Owning what belongs to you and releasing what does not belong to you. Yeah. Now, what, how do, how do people kind of differentiate between that? Because I know sometimes it can get a little bit gray and mucky, especially if it's, if we're healing from a relationship, whether it be a marriage or a friendship or any type of other relationship that gets a little bit mucky, how can people best figure out like what do they own versus what they need to release? I think at our innermost being that we know the truth. And if we're talking about Christians, then we have to ask God for wisdom. I, I, I'm a firm believer in when the scripture says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And so when I look at wisdom, wisdom is what to do next. And so if I want to be honest with myself, then in my relationship with God, I, I need to create that space so he can show me myself, you know, and, and, and in showing me myself, I can own that because I know that he's there to help me to deal with this. You know, I can't, he's not, God is not going to help me with anything that I can't be honest and transparent about. And so I believe that's where my faith came into play, where I had to, you know, ask God to to hold the mirror to me and show me where I needed more of him and less of me. Because in the places that we take responsibility, it's because at the end of the day, Jenny, we need more of God. If we believe in God, we need more of him. And so less of me, but more of him. But I have to own that in order for him to really be able to shine that light and me see the truth about myself. Mm. Yeah, there's no shame in it because we know that God, you know, he is a healer. He helps us to deal with those areas of our lives that we are willing to give to him. And in doing that, we become more like him. Mm, That's so powerful really, really, really powerful. And, you know, I think that sometimes, um, you know, when we find ourselves in those relationships where we're kind of having to unpack some things and release things, that that really is where we do need God to show up most. Yes. And sometimes it's, you know, it's one of those things that I've noticed when I'm working with people, it's either one of those things that they instantly go to, like it's a intuition of that's just naturally where they need to go, or they resist it. 
with everything that they have. And one of the things that you said that really stood out to me and that resistance. So if you're listening to this and you find yourself resisting going to God, one of the things that you said was being honest and truthful with where you're at and having no shame. And I think that sometimes there's shame to the things that we need to own and that can kind of create that barrier between us and God. And Jenny, if I could just add, um, in during my coaching training, this is one thing that my coach said to us that I will never forget. She said that when we resist a thing, we're insisting that that thing is true. So I'll mm. never forget that. So when you when you begin to resist, it's really you know, a a level of truth that's in that thing that's causing you to resist. Otherwise, why do we resist? Mm, That's good. That's really good. Now, obviously, some of these things um, can come about from whether it be a marriage situation or any other type of relationship. But really, when we're talking about family relationships, um, I know you talk a lot about the style and how we relate to others. Talk to us a little bit about what you mean by our style of relating to others. When I say style, I think about, you know, how we behave in relationships. I don't, you know, I don't like to put people in boxes per se. You know, this is your style, this, you know, I mean, because then we start looking for a box instead of looking for who we are. And so I kind of steer away from, you know, trying to put people in a particular box, but I believe your particular style is what best suits you. It's you being comfortable with who you really are, you know, and only you know that. Only God can show that to you. I don't want to lock you into saying, well, you know, you have to be this way in a relationship. What I do say is that you have to be true to yourself. You have to, we use this word, be authentic. You got to find out who you are. And whatever that is, be true to that. Be honest with yourself. Be open and allow whatever your style is to be okay with that. Embrace whatever that is. So I don't, I don't like to really, and I mean I can, but I just think, you know, being honest with ourselves, being transparent, allowing our authentic self. There's, there were so many people in my life growing up because I am a PK. I grew up as a PK that said, oh, you should be this or you should be that. And clearly I was the black sheep of the family because I, I resisted it because as I look back over my life now, I didn't particularly want to be labeled. I want to I wanted to allow myself to become who God says I was. So if I were to look to a style, it would be what the word of God says about us is true. And that being the style that we all gravitate to, if that makes sense to you, Jenny. Yeah, absolutely. Now, kind of in that same vein, I know you also talk about revamping our style or changing our style at any time. So, Talk to us a little bit about that. So if we're being authentic to who we are, but kind of going back to what we first talked about in owning what belongs to us and releasing what doesn't, what things need to happen if we find that maybe being our authentic self isn't building 
the relationship that we want or we want to grow in how we are connecting with people, then what things would you recommend if someone finds yourself in that situation? I would say, Jenny, that if you find yourself in a place where you're not growing, that is the first telltale sign that there is some more internal work that needs to be done. And again, it's it's being honest with ourselves. We know when we're not growing. We know when we're stagnant. We know when situations and circumstances are holding us in a pattern. And I'm not saying that there aren't times in life when, you know, it doesn't appear to the natural eye that we're not growing. But if we believe that we're spirit, the spirit is always moving and growing and developing. We may not always be conscious of it, but but there's always movement. God is always speaking. There's always something that's going on. And many times because of our own uh, lack of understanding about ourselves and our need to embrace more of God, we reach that place where we feel stuck, you know, or we feel like, you know, I'm in a holding place and, and I can't, I'll have people say to me, I can't hear God. And, and, and I know it's not because he's not speaking. It's because either I write in the book of one chapter about chatter. It's there's so much stuff going on around you that you need to silence the stuff. By, you know, going within by giving yourself some space, by setting boundaries, by, you know, positioning yourself so you can better hear what's going on with you internally. And so I believe that growth comes as a result of us being willing to do the work that needs to be done when we feel stagnant. Mm, that is so great. I love well, one of the things that I jotted down just as a note from everything that you said was connecting with the movement of the spirit. Yes. And I think that that is so powerful in so many different areas of our life. If we can just tap into that vine, we had Jamie Cross on a couple episodes ago and she talked about tapping into the vine and staying connected to the vine. And I just was reminded of that when, when you were talking about connecting with the movement of the spirit. I think that that just is a beautiful illustration. Right. Thank you. So with everything that we've talked about with relationships and um, really having personal accountability and how we relate to others and really just allowing ourselves to grow um, in the area of our relationships, what would be one more thing that you'd really want to share with our listeners as they're looking to grow in all of their relationships of their life? I think in our journey of growing that we have to let go sometimes of our own idea of what should and shouldn't be. I think, you know, I'm, I'm a 50 plus year old woman. And one of the things I take pride in is in remaining fluid in my life, not get allowing myself to get caught up into one way of thinking. The book that I wrote before this one was called Emotions of the Mind. And I, I do a lot of work around our thoughts. And I believe that there are times when our thought life becomes something that gets in the way. And, and we need to really, you know, focus on not becoming so rigid in our thinking that 
if God says go left, we can't go left. So I believe being fluid, being open, being available to do things that may not always make sense, that may not always look like it fits in. I, I was telling someone yesterday, I said, I went through this place and literally it looked like it was a setback in my life, but it was not a setback. It was truly a setup for me to be able to move forward into the things that God called me to do in my life. And I'm so excited about it. Mm, I love that. I so love that. You know, on a, on a side note, when I was on my walk this morning, I just had this whole idea and just, I felt like God was really speaking to me about this whole idea of the should and the should not and the things that, you know, society or culture or even sometimes the people that love us the most that kind of set us on this track that leads us into always wanting more, wanting different yeah. because we're just doing what the world says is what we should do rather yeah. than looking to what God would have us do. So yeah. I love that you bring that up. It's really affirming yeah. to me right now that I need to do some of oh, my own personal work <laughs> onto that right now. If it's coming up twice in one day. <laughs> but it's so true, though, Jenny. We do need that. Yeah, I so agree. I so agree. And I think that, you know, that just ties right back into relationships or goals or really every other part of your life of what your expectations are and really where those expectations are rooted in and if that's really the right place for it to root in exactly I agree mm -hmm. so much wisdom that you've shared with us so far Carla now would you mind sticking around for a few more minutes to share a little bit more sure not a problem hey before we get back to the show I have a question for you what are you doing every day to be intentional about bringing your life into balance now, I know it can be a challenge with everything you have on your plate, but hey, give yourself credit. You're listening to this podcast, right? Now, I want to invite you to join our community. It is a place where you will get daily tips and inspiration to live a more balanced life. Plus, you get to interact with and have the support from some really awesome women in the community. Best part is it's free and it will be in your Facebook feed. Now, let's talk about the next step. I want you to go to yourliferocks.com and join us today. Take that next step to having a balanced life. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, you guys, we are now back with Carla Youngblood. She's already shared with us some really great wisdom on how to build healthy relationships about personal accountability and just how we're connected with other people and, of course, connected with God. And she's going to share with us a little bit more wisdom. Are you ready, Carla? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So first question up to bat, what is your book that has helped you most in your career and why? I would have to say the book that has helped me the most because you said the most I would have to say it's the Bible I, you know it, that is my resource above all resources I love to read and I read many things but I always find myself taking whatever else I read and I I, I, I put it you know in in practice 
via the principles of kingdom living. And so that for me happens through, you know, reading the Bible. I love the living word. <laughs> All right. Number two, <laughs> uh, number two, what is the tool or resource that you use that helps you keep your life in balance? I think one of the things when when I thought about this question is there's a book that um, it talks about it um, being in health a more excellent way, and it talks about diseases and and how and the pathway to wholeness. And many times I realize that Jenny, in our lives we are at we are at disease or, you know, in a place of dis-ease because there is a root to something that is underneath the surface that keeps us from really tapping into who we are and what we need. And so for me, a balance in knowing, you know, both the spiritual and the natural go together. And this particular book kind of helps you to see you know, both of those parts of life and being able to look at that and understand this ease scripturally kind of helps me. And I love that tool as a resource for looking at my life in what I'll call a more holistic way. And, and when I say that, I'm not getting out there saying both spiritually, naturally, and physically. I'll, you'll have to send me yeah. over that information, and then we'll link to it in the show notes because sure. I think that there's probably some other people listening to this that really relate to everything you just shared and would really benefit from that. So we'll make sure we link to that in the show notes for sure. All right, so last fat, rapid fire question. Um, number one parenting tip. Build community. I have a community online of single parents. There are 2,200 plus moms and I have a few dads and the one thing I'm always saying to them is build community and this goes for a single mom as well as a married woman because I believe building community helps us when we get in circumstances and situations sometimes where we don't have that support that we need I believe support is necessary I, I became a teen mom. Can you imagine I'm a preacher's kid? I became a teen mom. And so when I look back at my life, the greatest level of support that I had came from my mother and my grandmother. Unfortunately, our families don't look now, don't look a lot like they did back then. Um, and so for me, I think I feel this need, especially as it relates to the single moms, to really help them to learn the importance of building community, community because that's where their support is going to come from. A lot of them don't have mothers and grandmothers around them or, or people who support them because they feel like, well, you know, this shouldn't be, you made this choice, you, whatever. But I believe in building a community of support. So, so true. All right, now we're going to tie this next one into the first thing that you had shared about your um, favorite career book, which was the Bible. And something that we do every single episode of Your Life Rocks is 
we look at a verse and it's not just about memorizing a verse or just having it there because it's a nicety, but really we want it to be a living word of God. And, and so I'm going to ask you to share a Bible verse that really speaks to who you are and your life that has been um, kind of a guiding light for you. Well, this verse is just, I live by this, and it's, it's Philippians 4 and 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. And Jenny, I love that because that is my directional guide for when the thoughts try to get me to go in ways that are unhealthy for my relationship with myself. When I can bring my mind to the place where I can ask the question when someone comes up and says something about me that I don't believe, I can look at it and say, is this true? And I can measure it by the word of God, you know, and that is, is something that we can all do in every aspect of our lives. When we can measure things by what is true in the word of God, what God's word says about us. When someone says, well, you know what, you, you're not pure in your heart. You know that when you get a bad report from the doctor, you can go back to the word of God and you can say, is this, is this what God's word says about me? Is this a good report? If this is not a good report, then I'm not going to allow my mind to think on that. I'm going to think on what the word of God says about my physical body, about my mental body, about my health, and I'm going to embrace that. So I love that scripture. It is my favorite. Mm, so much wisdom in that one scripture. So yes. great. Thank you so much for sharing it. Welcome. Now, Carla, you shared so many great things with us, and I think that you have so many great resources out there um, for our listeners. So if someone wants to start a relationship or just get to know you a little bit better, how can they best find you? Well, they can always find me on the web at designingwithcarla.com and as well on Facebook, I have a, a page there of, for our single mothers. It's single mom, son, daughter. And then I also have a Facebook group where I work with women in leadership uh, in business and ministry, and that is called Women Leaders in Business and Ministry. Um, I'm, I also do a blog talk radio. It's called Designing Your Life with Carla. So I have a few different resources out there that you can definitely connect with me on. Beautiful. And we'll make sure that we link all of those into our show notes at yourliferocks.com forward slash 26. So if you're interested in working with Carla Youngblood on any of the topics that we talked about today or more, then you can go there and find all the information about Carla. So Carla, thank you so much for spending time and chatting with us today. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Jenny. It was a pleasure being here. And Thank you to your audience for taking out your time 
today and tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview as much as I did. And more importantly, I hope that you learned some things from Carla that you can start to apply to your life so that you can begin to heal and restore yourself as God intended. Now, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I invite you to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single one. We have some amazing guests coming up. Your Life Rocks podcast is all about teaching you how to balance and grow in all areas of your life. And so it's my goal to keep bringing you guests to help you do just that. Now, if you are a returning listener, I invite you to leave a rating and review for me on iTunes. It really does make a lot. I love seeing the feedback and it helps other people find us as well. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to listen to this podcast. And until next time, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.